Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Infinite Boost podcast. It's me, Tom, as always. For this episode, we have Tryhouse, a excellent streamer and YouTuber, joining me on the show. He's a really nice guy. So happy that he was kind enough to join me to talk about improving and working on things and looking at the game and also just how to manage playing the game at a high level as a streamer. So nothing really of interest. Join the Discord already. What are you waiting for? That's all I have to say. Roll the show. All right, Tryhouse, thank you so much for joining me on the Infinite Boost podcast. Woo! I'm, I'm glad to be here. Well, I am I am so glad that uh, you were willing to come and spend the time with me uh, here in the middle of the day. Um, I'm sure you have plenty of things that you would like to be doing to get ready to uh, stream and whatnot, but spending a little time with me is greatly appreciated. So for those of you uh, that may not know Tryhouse, why don't you go ahead and give people a little bit of a background on I mean, I know that you... You do the YouTube thing, uh, but your main focus is streaming. How long How long have you been streaming? I think you just did your one-year anniversary a little while ago, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Actually, today I have been streaming. As of today, I have been streaming for 13 months. Okay. So 12 months a year was just one month ago. Yep. And uh, actually, so today it pretty much marks one year of streaming Rocket League because... The first month I was a streamer, I actually streamed Fortnite, which um, everybody's listening to this podcast probably just cringed, but yes. So I've been streaming Rocket League for about a year, and I stream daily, 5 p.m. Pacific time, and not to like sell out or anything, but that's just there will be there will be time for that later <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, I, I stream Rocket League daily and it, on Twitch. That's my focus. So what? cause you to make the switch from Fortnite to rocket league actually it was because i been playing rocket league since day one that it came out on playstation um and i and i played on playstation i would say it was my main game but i if to how much rocket league players play the game i would be considered a casual player like two hours every other day type of it was just my go-to game and when i finally got my gaming pc built i i used it for video editing i i had heard that rocket league played better on a pc than it did on console i could never get out of gold on playstation and then i saw the game went on sale on steam for ten dollars and i was like you know what i i want to see i want to test it see if i could do any better on pc and sure enough i hadn't played the game religiously in an almost a year and right out of placements i got plat two and i hadn't played the game in a year and i yeah it was and i was like okay there's some there's something to this and i just happened to be streaming while i was doing it because at the time my audience was really small streaming Fortnite, maybe eight average viewers um that was a good stream for me doing Fortnite and Within the first two days of me streaming Rocket League, my audience was already higher 
and then it, it kind of and then i got my first raid ever by a, a lovely streamer named sorel and she raided mm, me with 18 mm -hmm. viewers and i didn't i didn't even know what a raid was i'd been streaming for a month but it was, i was streaming Fortnite, and when you're at five viewers you're not going to get any raids that's a bottomless pit too exactly and i i was just having like a super like i was having a really good stream myself i was probably at 10 viewers and i was like this is nuts like people are talking in my chat and then sorel raids me with 18 and my entire world uh changed like i realized i was like wait a minute this game is perfect for growing a community because if you're at 10 viewers, you can be like, somebody could scroll down the list and see you. And that's exactly, um, her, her, her husband actually found me while she was streaming and was like, Hey, we should throw a raid <clears throat> this guy's way. He seems really nice. And it just kind of showed me how welcoming the rocket league community could be, which is ironic because in game, it can seem as if the community is, um, toxic, but the, the Twitch community on rocket league is very, very kind and open and yeah and so i made the switch i've i it's where i belonged nice that's a that's a feels good man <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it is so it was it was and you were plat too and streaming mm -hmm. i mean you were in platinum and streaming and actually like maintaining viewers yeah i mean i'm still not the like I'm champ one right now and we have recently figured out that that we believe that makes me the lowest ranked partnered rocket league streamer. We have yet to find somebody who's a, uh, a verified on Twitch who's like main game is rocket league and is a lower rank. And uh, so I, I'm going to take it as a compliment that there's got the means I, people have got to be there for other reasons, but, uh, yeah, even as a plat, I was I was getting viewers, and I was lucky to place plat too. By the way, like I solo queued for the most part, but it was still I I don't know. I just I just got lucky, but yeah, it's it's the community is just very welcoming. And I mean, as far as Rocket League goes, uh, I and and this could be anything. I've never invested myself into an online game like i have rocket league so i can't speak for any other games or experiences with other games and i've certainly heard things about other games um league of legends comes to yeah. mind as a game that has a reputation for being extremely toxic um and even rocket league you know there are plenty of people on twitter or reddit or all all other places that will rant about how toxic of a game rocket league is and mm -hmm. uh, i will stand by the idea that you get what you look for or you yeah. find you find what you look for so if you're expecting everything to be toxic people to be toxic things to not be pleasant then that's what you're gonna find and uh, i know that there are a lot of good people out there i've already met a ton of really great people in the game and so i i really never have an issue yeah and i mean you do find nice people actually two of my mods in my channel found my stream it was like the first week i was streaming rocket league i had ttv in my gamer tag i was one of those guys i still am and they, both of them came over to my channel just to say hi and 
now they're both mods of my channel and are incredible friends like and so those people they were looking for uh somebody who was nice and kind and they and it just worked out like so there's something to that you find oh yeah 100 percent, definitely so um i think i I think your stream is extremely interesting. How many how many viewers do you usually average now? Now, um, well, I did take a focus this since the blueprint update. I did take a YouTube focus there for a little bit, but um, I believe we're probably sitting around eighty five okay. as the viewer average currently. Nice, and I feel like you've taken a very unique approach. the The few times that I've been in your stream uh you've been running tournaments like you do a lot of tournaments with your community and like let them engage and be a part of it and you will you will do a lot of like watching the games with people uh and interacting with your chat which i think is valuable like people are really looking for that and i think it's a a nice way to blend the enjoyment of rocket league uh, and being able to watch it while also engaging with somebody at the same time. So I, I feel like, you know, not a lot of people, if anybody has really gone down that route, uh, and I feel like you execute that very effectively. So, yeah, I, um, tournaments were first brought up to me by one of my mods, Abix, and pretty early on. And once I announced I was going full-time streaming and, there is people because not everybody can be a streamer or can like get to watch their gameplay or or they want people to see their gameplay and so that's why tournaments are so viable and then of course psionics broke the tournament system for three to four months um but yeah i was kind of the go-to tournament guy there for a while and and still am in some regards but now there there are other streamers who are who have been doing it pretty frequently as well and it is fun and we're looking at expanding that actually nice yeah i i think that you know there are other streamers that have been adding it into their their kind of repertoire on a more consistent basis uh, but i feel like it's just a good way to build a community and i think what you say is absolutely a really nice point that people also like being seen on stream. They think it's cool. You know, you get a little bit of that, uh, you know, pressure or whatnot, even if it's for, you know, 80 or a hundred people, it's still cool to be presented like that. Um, and then yeah. it, it gives you the opportunity to really engage, which in a game like rocket league, it's kind of hard if you're playing the game in a serious fashion to pay attention to a chat, especially if it's, going at a consistent basis oh it's i'm here to tell you it's it is the hardest part of getting better at this game is not losing what makes my channel what it is which is i consider to be viewer engagement and Mm -hmm. it's something i pride myself on and when you're trying to seriously get better at the game and you're playing ranked it is incredibly difficult because i mean you know if you take your eyes off the game for a second that's a second that you could have been making better decisions or quicker decisions and even if you're just rotating back for boost like things go 
not according to plan or you just lose your focus which for me is part of the issue or and it's not just responding to chat either it's and and this is something that i try to tell because newer streamers they'll ask me like what what to do to grow their audience and it's not about just responding to what they say it's about taking what they're giving you and then like continuing the thought process along like if they tell you that they've just been like working on their car they just got their car back from the shop ask them what type of car it is like you know taking taking what they're giving you and processing it back and continuing the conversation is i can i think is a is a really like viable tool because i mean rocket league is a game that takes a lot of focus and so so taking your mental space out of the game for a second to try to continue a conversation can be it can be the real the real problem there yeah i mean especially uh at the place that we're at rank wise you still have to concentrate a good deal to be effective on a consistent basis so anything taking yeah. away from that uh, can be very detrimental yeah it's yeah as soon as you get to diamond three and above that's when it's like it's not about you being mechanically better i mean it is but also it's consistency is the most because at that point goal games are won by a couple goals so if you make one or two mistakes it's it's that's usually the game that's usually the the deal breaker yeah so and as as much as i want to have faith in the rocket league community uh sometimes uh if you if you catch the wrong person at the wrong time one little mistake will throw them out for the rest of the game and then you're you're playing catch up that way too yeah and that's the worst when you it's always it's always terrible to play from a deficit because it usually and it's sadly that's what it takes for me sometimes i'll be playing and i'll i'll still be very chat centered and then we'll go down by two goals and i'm like all right i need to start paying attention and then we'll get it we'll get the tie and then lose in overtime and i'm like you know if i had just been paying attention from the start <laughs> this this <laughs> this might not have gone this way it that can be I mean, it is frustrating to go down, especially quickly. I, there was a point in time where I don't play a lot of twos. I mostly play threes. And there was a, there was a time when I was trying to get my twos rank up just because I figured if I could get my twos rank up, uh, it would take me playing a little bit smarter just because if I make a mistake, then there's only one person there to save me instead of two that when I was playing twos, probably six out of 10 games within the first 45 seconds, I would be down 0-2 and have a deficit that I'm working against. And like mm -hmm. very, very quickly on a very consistent basis. It was very bizarre. Um, and it was something that I really had to learn from because obviously if that's happening in six out of 10 games, well... There's there's only one person you can blame in that situation, and it certainly yeah. isn't my random teammates. Yeah, that's at least you realize. <laughs> that is that is a big part of of the game for me is being able to notice those things. And if I'm doing a podcast about playing Rocket League and uh, improving in Rocket League, I don't think I would be getting many listeners. If I just came on here every week and talked about 
how bad my teammates are and complain about how I'm not ranking up. That would not that would not be a very enjoyable podcast to listen to. That that would be half of Twitch chat. <laughs> the Twitch chat podcast. Yeah. No, that that is not what we're going for here on the Infinite Boost podcast. Uh but anyways, let's talk about uh what you said earlier. Um the lowest ranked partner streamer of Rocket League on Twitch. Uh yeah. which is there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, cheers to you for being partner. And I guess I guess I'll lead with this. What would you say you have aspirations of in terms of uh your skill level and rank in Rocket League? Cuz I've heard you talk a couple times in your stream about, you know, getting on the grind and getting GC or, you oh. know, getting better at the game. So like is that something that you're really serious about or like how do you look at uh, you know, where you want to be in the future of your skill or your your play, your level of play in the future. I would love to make GC. I It's just going to be a while. And that's, it's so sad because, it, you know, and not only do I do these tournaments, but usually I'll do show matches. And even the people that get into the tournaments, like we regularly have people that are in the top 100. Like they're always in these tournaments, always in these show matches. And so I'm consistently watching the best players in Rocket League. And so it's just like, it's hard not to want to be that. And so I do want to get better at the game, but definitely not at the cost of viewer interaction and or anything like that. Because I find that the community is stronger when, like, when viewer interaction is is the focus. And it's like, I mean, there, there, there are pro players that stream this game. If you wanted to watch somebody who was a, a god at the game, you would be watching them. And that's and I understand that. And so I don't think that can be my primary focus. But yes, GC is what I would like to strive for. Um, but more realistically, I would like to be able to play at, at least a champ two level, even while keeping up with the chat 100% of the time. Like I try to do now so i would like viewer interaction to remain the same but to get better at the game i mean because right now if i'm paying attention to my chat diamond one i am a i am a like diamond one diamond okay i'm not a diamond one. i'm diamond two that's I'll, I'll, I'll be kind uh if i'm keeping up the chat like i i go down several ranks because um that, that's just how it is so do you spend any time when you're not streaming playing Rocket League or do you only play Rocket League when you're streaming? I play Rocket League off stream pretty frequently. I play other games as well, but if I'm going to do training, I do the majority of the training I do for Rocket League is off stream just because it can be kind of mind-numbingly boring to watch me fail over and over and over again. And so the really grueling like workshop maps and and training packs i do off stream i would be intrigued to see how your your chat would react to you actually practicing something on stream because at at one side like yeah it's not as engaging or as exciting as like a show match or watching people play but at the same time you can play 
and like take a second to read chat in between reps or something like that. So still be highly interactive. I'd be curious to see how, how they would take that. Yeah. And, um, I, I probably could guess like the number of viewers I've, a lot of people will turn off their viewer count when they stream or they'll like mute it so they don't see it. I operate on the belief that I kind of want to see what my viewer count is when I'm streaming. That way I kind of know what people like and what they don't like. And so mm. I would I would guess that my viewer average would probably be if I were to if I were to do training for longer than an hour. I would probably be around like 65 viewers, mm -hmm. I would say. And sometimes even if I'm playing ranked, that's kind of where that'll go. But uh, it depends. It depends on kind of how the training's going, what I can do with it, like how high the emotions can be. Mm -hmm. um, because whenever I play ranked on stream, I normally make a game of it. Like I, it's, it's, a ser it's a series that I do called the blame game. And it's, I don't know how constructive it is to getting better at the game, but it's basically like, you know, we'll, the chat will vote on if it was a mechanical mistake that I made, if it was a decision-making mistake, or if it was teammates fault, anytime we get scored on and it's, we, you know, so I kind of like gamify it. So that's been, that's been working pretty well, but yes, I, I have done some training packs on stream. Like I've done the dribble challenge on stream several times um and those and those go pretty well actually my next stream i'm probably going to try a new workshop map out or at least show the stream it for a little bit and see how that goes but yeah viewer interaction if, if i can keep that going it's it's generally like it's pretty good and now that i'm partnered i worry about the numbers a little less sure but i it i i want to make sure that i don't get too complacent with just doing stuff simply because I want to. And I still want to think about it from a, like a business aspect. Like I always want to be growing. So mm -hmm. I, I, I still make an effort to think about that and, and do what the majority of people want to see. Sure. Weighted more heavily on what the people who have been there the longest want to see as well. Yeah. Because those are the people who built the channel. The people right. with the founder badges with the with the year long sub badges. Those are the people that, uh, when they say they want to see something, I do weigh that over. Probably, they that vote counts more than ten new viewers, in my opinion, because they're the people who built the channel. Sure, and you know that they're going to be the ones that stick around. Yeah, they're they're the ones who'd watch me. Uh, they're the, they're the people who showed up to my hour long just chatting stream, uh, yeah. Christmas Day, like. The, the, they're those they're those people they're the they're people that are, that are there for you were they were they also there when you were cranking 90s in Fortnite? no uh the only <laughs> people that were there watching me stream Fortnite. uh i have probably four of those people maybe five that still will come into the stream and say hi and a couple of them pretty regularly actually but yeah, the the Fortnite audience was mainly like the people I played Fortnite with. Yeah. Which was kind of the pitfall that you run into when you uh start streaming a game that's like Fortnite and you don't have an audience already established is mm -hmm. the only people that are going to uh watch are the people that you're playing with and they're not watching, they're playing the game. So the chat's right. not really moving.
Yeah, no, I, I feel you there. So uh, let's talk about this a little bit. Um, in terms of like improving and getting better at the game, what would you say is like, if you were going to hop into Rocket League to practice something right now, what would it be? Striking for sure. Simply because my decision-making is my biggest, my biggest weakness. I, I will double commit. You know, I, I make classic dumb mistakes. My, my intimate mechanics, meaning like my flicks, my dribbles and stuff. Like I think they're all really good and probably got me to where I am, but my striking, I mean, it's, you just can't miss open shots. Like mm. if, even, even long clears. That's, I mean, to me, that can be, if I can land a long clear and this is so, this is such a, this is such a bad way to think about getting better at rocket league because I get better at the things that allow me to look at chat longer. So like, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. So if, if I can get a long clear, that's right on target, right in the net, like that allows me to hang back and play a little bit more defensively and keep up with chat a little bit quicker. Uh, or, you know, you come off that long boost rotation while you're looking at chat, you can, as long as you can put it on target, you're fine. And too many times I'll go into games and I'll, you know, I'll get a, I'll get a good clear. It's not on net. Like it's not. And even if, even if it's a savable ball on net, it, they at least have to save it. And that takes, and that means they are therefore predictable. Because they have to save it. So you kind of know where they're going to have to make that clear to. So I, I think, yeah, my striking is uh, is something that I work on a lot. I, I It's got to the point where I've got to stop working on dribbling. Like my, my dribble challenge time is is pretty good. Like I, I've, I've peaked. I don't need to, I don't need to work on it anymore. <laughs> Can you beat it? Dribble challenge? Yeah. Yeah. My best like the one that eight, everybody does? Yeah. My best time's at 8.53. Holy cow. Yeah, it, it makes no sense. I'm a champ one and I've got a better dribble challenge time than top 100 GCs. <laughs> Wait, like the dribble challenge? Two. Yeah, dribble challenge two. Not let Your best miss, time is 8.53? Yeah, the world record I think is 6.13. That's insane. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's extremely uh, impressive. Yeah, it's... Uh, I, I. What is your ones rank? Like, what's... Hold hold on a second. What is what is going on with your life? Like eight fifty three? Yeah, I mean, my previous best before that one was like eleven minutes. So it was it was a pretty big jump. I I was just super zen. The stars um, aligned. Yeah, I mean, it should have been eight twenty three. I messed up on the last stage right at the end, and it was just like a dumb mistake. But um, but yeah, my ones rank isn't that great because I don't play ones a lot on stream and off stream. I I should play more ones, but yeah, my highest in ones was like plat two div four. Okay. And now I think I'm like plat one div three, but that it's see whenever I'm on stream and I'm, and, you know, and I need the content. Sometimes I'll just, I'll start a drinking stream and then we'll play ones and I'll derank down and you know, it starts off as a meme, but then when you go back to gold, three and ones for the first time in a year you know that's that's not a good feeling <laughs> so well, it's uh, it's not really it's not like you're in that kind of a place you're not really playing to excel at the game yeah 
It so was, uh, the expectations can't be too high. Oh no, the, they the chat always makes the expectations too high. That's that's what the yeah they like to make fun of me. I think that's the uh, yeah the the Keck W's and the, and the lols. They're they're pretty strong in those. They in those moments. they flow freely. Mm-hmm. So you said striking, obviously important. Not missing open goals. I I've I've had a few of those <laughs> missed open goals. You also mentioned something about your decision making. So and and double commits more more specifically. You said that as well. Run me through like you know, a standard champ one, do you play mostly threes or twos? Well, my best rank is my threes, which is champ one div three. I solo queued placements and that's where I landed this season. And since then I have been trying to recover my twos rank because I did my twos, my, my twos placements on stream. And so I placed diamond three div one, and I've been trying to get back to champ one for this entire season and i always do it on stream and it, it's just never goes well man it just never goes well <laughs> but uh decision making is usually my biggest problem and i'm not very adaptable with teammates either like i'm like i i don't work well with teammates that that are overly defensive is what i'll say like i'm usually because I've got like wave dashes and all these like recovery things down, I generally like play a little bit more aggressive and, and sometimes like I've, I've played with so many teammates that know my play style on stream that if they see that I'm going for this clear, they normally are cheating up because they know it's coming. And too sure. many times, like I'll, I'll get these like great clears and then my teammates not there. And it's like, and it's because I was expecting them to be there. I should have been. I should have been more aware of where their position was. Um, but yeah, decision making is a big one. I yeah, it's just it's not. I I just need more hours. I just need more hours in the game. Like, I think. How many hours do you have? Well, I can't base it off the Steam number because the Steam number counts if the game's open, and most of the time I'm running tourneys or video sure. editing and. I mean, I'll have the software on all day because I'm video editing. Right. Um, but I'm probably somewhere, I'm somewhere around a thousand plus or minus a hundred or two. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So I, ju I just need more hours and faster lobbies. And, and mm. honestly, here's the thing. Like when I'm playing in champ one games or even champ two games with, if, if I'm playing with buddies, those are so those make sense to me when i play in these diamond three diamond two games with solo queue teammates i just i don't understand what people do like i can't adapt to the differing play styles because i feel like i feel like the play styles are so different and or, or vary so so much in in diamond three i don't can i just get can i just say that i love i love like diamond high diamond two to diamond three and champ one is just hilarious to me it's and a zoo. so i i just i just broke into champ two again last night before i went to bed at one o'clock in the morning i was like every now and then you know 
most nights the past week, uh, I'll be editing or playing with friends or working on something else or recording a podcast. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to play a couple games. Um, and this past weekend, uh, both nights, I was up till five in the morning one night and then two in the morning the other night, just like grinding my head off, which I'm trying not to do. And it just keeps on happening because I'll, yeah, I, I, I know. would get to the cusp of champ two and be like, okay, let's go for it. And then I'd lose a game and I'm like, oh, I got to get that back now. And then I'd win and then I'd win one more and then I'd be right on the cusp and then I'd lose two more. And I'm like, I got to get back. And then I'd lose four and then I'd be like, oh, I need to get those. It's just like this never ending saga, right? But mm -hmm. the the crazy thing about like where you're at and where I'm at really is the the skill sets that people have vary so wildly that you really never know what kind of player you're going to be up against or playing with like yeah because usually what the case is is you have somebody that is really strong in one thing and then reasonably deficient weaknesses. in yeah. some other area so like you could have somebody that plays defensive like you said and they make good decisions or you know they don't get scored on very often because they're playing extremely conservative but they can't necessarily score a lot of goals or create scoring opportunities uh or beat defenders they just have gotten where they've gotten because they don't make mistakes but that's mostly because they don't really try anything at all and then yeah. you have the go ahead and i says yeah that makes sense it's that's exactly i, I run into that all the time <laughs> yeah but then you also have the crazies that are just driving around like maniacs chasing after the ball and I don't mean this in a malicious way, but they kind of ruin it for everybody because they just have to touch the ball all the time. And mm -hmm. so like you're trying to go when it's your turn to go after the ball. And then all of a sudden they're just there for no reason. And like, I don't, I don't hate anybody. I don't hate on anybody. I don't like, it doesn't make me angry anymore. And that can be difficult to deal with. Honestly, I rather prefer those those sorts of teammates, I believe. I mean, as long as they have, like, a general awareness of where I'm at, like, like you could, you know what? Take my boost. Take it if you're going to do something with it. I be, because I can work with very little boost. I don't need a whole lot. Just, just because, like, like, I've worked on wave dashes and recoveries, and, like, you don't need a whole lot of boost to save a goal. And it only takes you eight minutes to do the dribble challenge. You're a <laughs> well, dribble god. Like, if only I could bring that in gameplay, man. Where where you have a, a finite amount of boost. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I'm I'm perfectly fine if somebody wants to 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 ball chase and steal all the boost. Like, that's great. I can work with that because then I, because because then in that situation I can at least be like, all right. I know this person is about to put this on net. They're going to shoot it right into the opponent. And I can, I know where the opponent's going to have to put the ball. And so as long as he's like, like chasing some boost, like if I can, if I can, and this is again, why I work on striking, because if I can sink the shots then it doesn't matter, as long as I don't whip those shots, we'll be fine. 
It's just like, yeah, the, the hyper defensive, like, you know, like I'm gonna stay in net. We're down two goals with a minute left, but I'm gonna stay in net. It's like that kind of stuff. I, I don't know how to adapt to. I'm like, I, I, I don't, I don't know what I, I, I can't like, I could try to carry this, but then I, I don't know. Yeah. So you like a more proactive teammate. Yeah. Because I can, I can play defensive. Like that's like, if I need to, I mean, not on stream, not on stream. Jesus. That's I'll be looking at chat and the ball will be coming my way and <laughs> I won't realize until it's too late, but yeah, like off stream, I definitely am because when I first started my channel and before I realized like how detrimental, um, playing with people on Smurfs is, uh, I would play with people that were way, way better than myself. And, and so I kind of developed a play style that is, I would say like comp, like complimentary of somebody who is more mechanically gifted than myself. And I'm like, in, in the ranks I'm playing at right now, like I'm definitely, I would say the more mechanically gifted teammate usually, but that's not, that's not everything. Like, like if you're playing with somebody who is like aggressive, all you got to do is give them the ball and the right opportunity. And like, and cause if you know, they're chasing boost, you know, they're chasing boost. Like I, I can work with it, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's, that's generally my strategy. It's obviously not working out too well in twos, but yeah, twos, I should be so much better at twos. Cause it's, I don't know. Hoops is hoops is my game mode though. Hoops. I don't know. I, th- I think I think I'm more of a hoops fan than twos. I, I don't know you what should, it is. You should hook up with the ranked uh, hoops guys. Oh yeah, they, they've they're um they've rated me a couple times actually in my channel. Nice. They're, they're they're really yeah. Hoops is hoops is my until Spike Rush comes back. Hoops is my is my best game mode. I know. I I remember how much you love Spike Rush. I I think that's great. I know. It, it it's such a back. good it's such a good mode though. It it is. It's because it's 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 a it is it is its own game mode which is i think is great because uh i think beach ball which was another radical summer event i think was a little too it felt too mutatory to me it, it was just a mutator As a matter of fact they added beach ball curve into the game yeah so it's kind of like all right that felt like a cop out but spike rush has its own mechanics that are yeah i don't want to go on a spike rush tangent but next time of, next yeah. time they do a limited all right you heard it here first folks yeah. the next time they do a spike rush limited event we are going to have try house back on the show if you'll join me <laughs> oh yeah of course and uh we can just talk spike rush for an hour please i've i'll, I'll have youtube videos ready on it i'll have strategies designed to be a god at spike rush when the right things come out man you really crank out the youtube videos <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah of course i tried to i tried to schedule this with you to record uh when all the blueprint nonsense was happening and it was chaos you were you were recording i mean you you put out like there were at least two or three days where you put out two videos yeah i think i put out pretty much a video a day for two weeks and then a video every two or three days for like another two weeks and it's just now starting to get back to like once a week yeah which is kind of because because like i said my focus is on my twitch channel 
And whenever in the past I have hyper-focused on YouTube, my Twitch channel has suffered, which not only affects like the financial aspect of it, because like, you know, like actually financially, you don't take much of a hit, but like, like I want my focus to be on Twitch because it's where I have the most amount of fun because it's, it, it honestly feels like a party like every night. And uh, yeah, so I, I try to go back down to like, until like major updates come out i try to just like chill on youtube for a bit yeah um and, and and remember why i got to where i am and that's um with the twitch chat um let's go back to this uh adapt thing that you are talking about you you said it a few times that you struggled to adapt to players that are a little slower or more defensive yeah so i'm i'm curious to know if you don't mind digging into it a little bit like what is it about that that i think you saying that you can't adapt to them i'm just very curious and wondering if you would dig into that a little bit more well yeah um it's i think it comes with lack of hours in solo queuing but yeah most of the people i play with or used to play with are usually more mechanically gifted and so i used to be the one who had to hang back and just play defensive now i have no problem going on the offense but it's just getting that offensive communication down with the teammate seems to be the real struggle like where most of my goals come from is i like I'll on twos, I'll cheat up on kickoff and I'll wait to see where they're placing the ball. And then I'll just beat the other opponent to the ball first. And so just early on, I play hyper aggressive. We get enough of like a, like a, um, an advantage on that kickoff that we, we score. And that's where most of the goals come from. It seems like in twos, because once we're playing the whole defensive rotation, it just seems like, I don't know. I can't seem to connect with my other teammate unless I'm in comms with them, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, every now and then you'll find that one teammate where you press that party up button and then you guys can make some magic every now and then, but it's, that's just because you just happen to have play styles that seem to, to mesh together well. But as far as, as far as solo queue goes, like I just can't seem to, to connect with a partner rant like it's because you know if you're a good player you should be able to see how your teammate is playing and figure out and get that that sense like you know where they are without tilting your camera stick over you know so would you say that you're lacking that then yeah i mean i know i'm lacking that because it's i need to be winning more games uh and the games that i do win solo queue i normally have 650 points and my teammate will have 200 which means that i was just up and down the field you know and teammate was playing slow but that's not how it should be it should be like you know the some of the shots should come from assists (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh and so and not just me uh, flicking people or or stuff like that and 
and I don't know, like I just, or getting the, I need to, I need to find a way to develop that trust with, with solo queue teammates because I don't have it. I, the only way, yeah, like I said, the only way I win is if I'm, if I'm the carry. Yeah. And, oh, I mean, like, and then there's like the one out of 10 game where like my teammate will be the carry. And and on those, I'm like, great, I can talk to chat. <laughs> and I then I'm do, the defensive teammate that I hate. <laughs> I can do my other job now. Yeah. So wh what is it going to take for you to just have some blind trust in random people being your teammate? I mean, I've already got the blind trust. It's just not gotten me very far. <laughs> uh, because, you know, I'll... Like I said, like I'll get, I'll get, I'll give clears. Um, and here's the thing: I, I think at the level that I am at currently, they're not expecting them because I'll, I, I'll, I'll have zero boost, and I'll wave dash the ball last second, pop it around one defender, and then get like a little wall touch, and then pop right center, and you know, and beat both defenders. But there's no way my teammate should be expecting me to be able to do that. You, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I'm not saying I do that every time, but in my mind, I'm like, I'm used to playing with friends that are champ two, champ three GC. And, and so I'm like, in my mind, those people that I would be playing with would expect it to, to happen. And so or they would at least be there. Well, yeah. Or, or cheat up enough to where they're like in a position to capitalize on it. Whereas like mm -hmm. too many times, I'll, I'll get these like, I'll get these clears or these centers for them and they're back in Africa. Like I, I, I mean, the song. Yeah. <laughs> um, and some of that is like, it's more understandable if it's within the first minute or two of the game, but when we're down by two points and there's a minute left, like I would think like, I'm not going to blame a teammate, but like, I, I, my thought process is they should be there and I can't. And if obviously like they haven't been playing that way this whole time, I need to realize that and not, and find some other way, you know? And I guess that's, that's all what ranking up is about is figuring out how, how to adapt to these teammates. Yeah. I think, I think what I'm curious right now is the next question, of course, like I get it because especially a conservative diamond two diamond three plays a lot different than a champ three or a GC like GCs are there. They're moving faster. They're, they're a different beast than a diamond three. I don't think anybody could disagree with that except for that no. one random YouTube comment. That's like, Oh, this is GC. I'm diamond three and my gameplay looks just like this. Um, yeah. I love and it's got comments. like 50 million likes yeah. for some reason. <laughs> um, so obviously they're different uh, and you could have, you could have that perfect pass to the middle after you beat two defenders and your, your teammate is still like watching at midfield or something. And I've been yeah. guilty of that. I will honestly say that I've been guilty of that and game awareness and game decision-making is something that has my highest focus right now. Um, so I, I 100% where you're coming from. I think my question is, what causes you to lose those games? Because just, bega just because 
your teammate isn't there, it it doesn't necessarily mean that you're getting scored on either. Yeah. Um, and off stream, uh, the reason we lose those is usually uh, poor decision-making either by myself or my teammate or you, you, off off stream. It's usually not as I'm not as bad on stream. Usually the reason we're down is because I was looking at chat and not paying attention to the game and we get scored on. But I, I you know, like, like I said, that's a problem. It's, it's a problem. Like I, I'll, that's, that's something I'll do because usually I'm like, all right, we've got three minutes left. We can make up two goals. And then it's like, Oh, we can't make up two goals. Well, this is awkward. <laughs> this is uh, awkward. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll lose. And then there goes the MMR, but yeah. Off, so on stream, usually the reason we're in those mistake we're in those situations to begin with is usually my fault because it'll be a, a dumb mechanical mistake or decision-making mistake as a result of me looking away for a couple seconds, usually a split seconds all it takes, but off stream, I would say, yeah, it's the overly passive. Um, it's overly passive players. Uh, but yeah, like off stream, I rank up pretty easily actually barring some like unfortunate turn of events. Yeah. Usually I can get the MMR, up it doesn't really start to become a struggle until diamond three div three because that's when the carries become a little less easier to manage because you'll start to queue in to fellow champ one players it's like well i kind of we kind of need to have some synergy here otherwise this is we're not going to catch this dub unless i'm peaking you know and hitting every shot, which again is, you know, like I said, that's something I've got to work on because your decision making, your decision making, and everything, and you and they, it's it can all be all right if your striking is perfect one hundred percent of the time. And if you watch like a lot of really good uh, ones players, I've I've got one in my channel. His name is Mister Doctor Professor Aaron. He's a top one hundred ones player usually, and he just plays ones. I think if you added up all the other game modes put together and times them by two, he would still have more ones games played than anything. Uh, and he is, like I said, top 100 ones, but probably more akin to a champ two, champ three, and threes or twos. But one of That's the things... That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, he We just started seeing him hit ceiling shots in ones matches recently. And it's the nuttiest thing. I, we clipped the first ceiling shot he he did on the channel because he is annoying to play against because he plays 100% safe Rocket League. It's it's all focused on on making your team your opponent make mistakes, and his striking is impeccable. He just doesn't miss. It's uh, and and. And like I said, he's champ two, champ three in twos and threes, but top 100 ones. And it's because he doesn't miss. And if he does miss, it could be the result of him losing a match. But it's just like, he just plays, he he does he does everything with 100% consistency. And I think that's something that I need to get better at because I did learn a lot of these mechanics probably too soon. Like, wave dashing and things like that like i 
probably didn't need to learn that for a while. I should have focused on striking and everything else. But like I said, my most of my game sense and where I prioritize my my training is all centered around how much longer will this allow me to read Twitch chat? <laughs> if I can recover to the ball faster because I learned wave dashes, that means I could take more time to look at chat. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if so. you could score more goals, yeah, that's more time to look at chat. More time. And if you can make those long goals, the, the long clears, that's, that's the important one. So um, that's, that's just the play. Yeah. That's, that's, that's where the money's at, man. <laughs> you need to, you need to hop in the RL bot community. Well, you can't use those online. I was going to say, you oh. just need to have somebody build you a bot and then you can just, uh, watch that bot play and then you always get to talk. Exactly. I actually, I have the RL bot, um, program. It's, that's insane. That, that those, some of those bots, they're better than they're better than some plots. Like they're they're very good. Yeah. From what I hear. I've never experimented with that, but I I've seen some crazy things that they can do. Oh yeah. They're and especially if they've got infinite boost, they're the kind of unlocks their super saiyan three form. <laughs> uh yeah, I I it's you don't realize uh how how much better you need to get at mechanics until you see a bot go for a ceiling shot. Oh gosh, I can't even imagine. So I'm I'm intrigued by because you said you listened to the shock episode mm-hmm. and shock is actually a very good example of this because when he said he decided to get better. So I think it's interesting that you said that you said something about adapting because that's that's almost what shock decided he was going to do to get like really good and to rank up was just be whatever his teammate needed him to be. And I've certainly found, I can't remember like somewhere along the line, I made the realization that the only thing that I'm truly in control of on the rocket league pitch in the game is myself. Right. So Mm -hmm. in terms of ranking up, I could, I can, you know, live the dream for a specific kind of teammate. And if I hold my breath waiting for that teammate to come along, I'm not going to make it very far. Yes. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to formulate this, but what do you think? I mean, do you see yourself able to like adapt or do you think it's just a skill that you need to develop to be able to better like, okay, this person plays like this. So that means this is the way that we're going to be successful or this is what I have to do. Well, I think it's, yeah, I I think it's something that now that I'm becoming more aware of it, it's something that I can, I am capable of. Like, I mean, first of all, there's not making mistakes to begin with. So if I'm on stream, just don't, don't be the guy who passes to the other team. Don't be that guy. Like, don't do that. Um, and, and just, and figure out what your teammate needs to succeed. If they're constantly saying need boost, like let them, let them take the boost. Like, and, and, and just realizing like how to be a better teammate. And, and that's kind of what I'm working towards. Like if, if, 
like it used to be my twos my twos kickoff strategy was always to cheat up but if my teammate is constantly doing kickoffs that are just going all over the place or jutting out to the side or if they're getting destroyed on kickoffs like not cheating up and, and instead going for that corner boost that way you can be there in case you need to make a save if they're not so great on kickoffs and i mean i think that's something that can play into it but it's it's realizing how your game style can change because and, and yeah i think it's something i'm capable of is long long story short is changing the way your kickoff strategy works um the way your defensive strategy works like just just learn to love that back post i guess like if your teammate is <laughs> passing to the other team like just love that back post and wait for the other team to get greedy that that and then as soon as they get too greedy you just send a clear right over both of them and hope that and pray and pray that your teammate is going to ball chase his way to a goal or it i mean especially in twos it can just go right in yeah if people get exact if you get those long clears that are yeah. right on target i mean and and sometimes even last night when i was playing games i had at least two or three goals where i would come in rotating back the other team either centered the ball or took a shot on goal or somebody you know was right in front of the goal and put a really weak touch trying to actually get a shot on the goal i would swoop in and then get you know, a strong head right down the middle of the field, not necessarily even in the air, just kind of like a, like a low zoomer mm -hmm. and it would just straight right down into the goal. And, yeah. and you ask yourself, where was everybody? And their rotations are just so off that it worked out. Yeah. Or people get hungry, especially, and that's something that I need to adapt to. And, and, and this is like, more often than not, you will see if you, if the ball is above your backboard, you will see both players on the other team cheat up. And in that case, like you just got to get good at those backboard clears, mm -hmm. which is, and that's usually how I play. If I've got a teammate that I find is I'm not gelling with a whole lot and I can't figure out a way to gift them a goal. I am not afraid if I've, I'm in my own corner to put it up above my own backboard and bait those other two up mm. and then just knock it off the backboard and then delay my second flip until I'm just like over them and then just get a, get a clear and goal. That's, that seems to be the only, the only mechanical thing I can do that I can, I can turn it into a guaranteed solo play. And I honestly, I should go in a free plate and work on those. No, I should go in a hoops and work on those backboard clears because that's where I got that skill to begin with. Um, but yeah, it's just finding little techniques to to not only read your teammate but read your opponents. And if they're and if they're feeling cocky and they're only up by one goal, just go get that. Maybe the uh, the booming backboard clear is the is the way to get them the. Those are huge. Much. Well, and honestly, if you're if you get a a banger off your own backboard and send it to the other side of the field, most people in Diamond Three Champ One aren't expecting that. No, not at all. And especially yeah. like 
and, and this is something where it used to be a risky play for me, but if you can get it off of your own backboard and then extend out further and they're making your opponents think you're about to whiff it, but you actually like flip cancel and extend even further to the ball, that's like, it's guaranteed. It's if, if they're biting up, if they're not, you just put it to the side. And then, but yeah, that's, that used to be risky for me. And on stream, I'll still scuff a couple, but off stream, those seem to be the, the way. And yeah, they're not expecting it at that. Like a flip cancel is just not something that's in a, a diamond threes wheelhouse unless they don't belong there. Yeah. Which happens from time to time. So have you, have you ever been champ two? In anything? Um, well, now if there's any listeners from my stream, they're going to make fun of me. But I, I hope have, there are listeners from your stream. Yeah, me, me too. But th- this is if there's comment section, this is where the uh, Keck W's come in. There's no, uh, there's no comment section. Oh, thank God. Then there is saved. Twitter though. Son of a gun. Uh, but yeah, I the highest I've been is Champ Three in hoops, but uh, I wasn't boosted. I was, however, playing with people that don't play hoops a whole lot, and they are top 100 ones players. <laughs> so they would be, they were, I think they were like champ two, champ three, when realistically they probably had the skill set of like a, a dunk master. Sure. And so I would play with them, and yeah, we got, and this, if you guys, if you guys want to know a strategy to, to, getting carried in hoops here it is make every single save from back post on the hoops on the hoop and then just get the ball up in the air like no matter how like just get the ball in the air and if you have a teammate who's a mechanical god they will find a way to put it into the net like and hoops it's just that's just how it is that's the thing i love about hoops is like your air game the value of having good mechanics in the air is just multiplied 10 times. Oh yeah. And, and if you've got somebody who is uh, like, like I said, like a mechanical God, and even if they don't play hoops a lot, Oh, and get good at kickoffs. Cause here, my kickoffs and, and traditional rocket league, they're terrible. I mean, they're, I, I don't even flip on kickoff until the last second. Yet I still win a majority of kickoffs, even in champ, like even on stream, I was playing with the champ three and we were going against champ threes. My kickoffs were winning. And I was like, this, I get made fun of these kickoffs so much because they're just like basic white bread kickoffs. But in hoops, you can get so good at kickoffs just by going in a free play and working on your boost management. And so it's like, even if my top 100 friend who's playing hoops, like, if they don't play hoops, they're not going to get the kickoffs right. So just go for your kickoffs, make the saves, and get the ball in the air. And that's, and that's basically how I got to champ three in hoops, which I have now deranked down to champ one div three, I believe. But Do you feel like one, hoops will be where you get GC for the first time? No. Um, def, not just because the skill gap in hoops is enormous in terms of or it's just not the same. Like Rocket League just released the rank breakdown, I believe, and they yeah, are yeah. 
and it, it's completely different like the me being a champ one in hoops i believe puts me in the top six percent of players or maybe even maybe even higher and when i was champ three in hoops i think i was in the top one percent of players whereas like yeah if, if you look at the rate the the rank breakdown for standard it's like champ one barely gets you in the top 10 percent and mm-hmm. and so it's just like t- to be a to be a dunk master to get that title is very difficult um but hoops is my best game mode like by far i can beat champ threes and like if a standard champ three comes over and plays me plays against me in hoops like i stand a chance of beating them and whereas like if we played a threes game i would not stand a chance so this this guy this friend of yours that does stuff the top 100 ones player yeah do you have any insight as to what keeps him out of gc uh in other play modes he just doesn't play him so it's it's not that he's not good at them yeah if he grinded them i'm sure he could be he just okay i don't I don't know what kind of sick person thinks this way, but he just enjoys ones. Like he, I don't, he just, I don't understand. He just really, really likes it. And his, and his, and his camera settings, his controller settings, everything is geared to him being a good ones player. Like his, his field of view is like it, it might be maxed out, but his distance and everything is super close to his car. Oh yeah, because he is he like one need... of those air dribbler types? No, he just has phenomenal flicks, excellent challenges. He destroys people on fifties. Uh, I it doesn't make any sense, but he, but he just like his 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 distance is really close, and every time you saw if you saw his camera settings, you'd be like, he's a gold three to plat two. But it's only because he plays ones and he's he doesn't need to look for a teammate all the time. So he just has to focus on it's it's they're designed that way for accuracy. It's so he can, you know, he can maximize his efficiency. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, he could he could definitely get GC in twos and threes if he really tried and Okay. And because I feel like top one hundred and ones is an easy like Easy GC in twos or threes. Oh, absolutely. Top 101s usually puts you, I would say at minimum, 1750 MMR in yeah. twos or threes. Like you're good. Yeah. I mean, and more realistically, probably 1850 plus. Yeah. Um, I was watching Ranny the other day play threes and he was just starting to like play games after not playing threes for a while. I think he was in the 1600s. And yeah. he looked like he was playing basketball with kindergartners. Yeah. Like he was, he just handled everything flawlessly. King Ranny is a specimen to watch. And I've somebody I would say is a traditional ones player. Like Ranny is um, like my friend, Do- Mr. Dr. Professor Aaron. He, his play style is similar to Ranny's. I would say mm-hmm. maybe even more safe than Ranny's, but yeah, King Rainey's—he's a beast. Yeah, Rainey has a little bit of a of flash to him. 
Yeah, and so I think he's been developing that a little more recently as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, Rainy's the drift god. Everybody knows it. He doesn't walk around corners. He drifts around them. It is crazy uh, what he can do with the car in terms of like drifting and keeping control of the ball and things of that nature. It's, it's insane. I've I've tried it just because like I have pretty good handling. I mean, back to the dribble challenge times. But, Eight, uh, 835, 853. Eight, I mean, come on. 853, yeah. It's, uh, and the drifts that he do, like I, I don't go for them. I, I, I could do them sometimes but not at the consistency with which he does and and that's what makes him them so effective is the consistency because the opponent isn't expecting that and so but then they can't handle it they can't his ones game is just bonkers but that reminds me going back to practicing things on stream because he always warms up on stream which I find really interesting. He always practices yeah. for a while. And then uh, the other day I was watching Flakes and he was in free play. He said he was going to end his stream. And then he went on for another three hours in free play, just trying to figure out a new kind of turtle flick. I mean, mm-hmm. Flakes, again, is a very unique individual in terms of talent and personality and that's kind of what people have come to expect from him but uh and the things that he can do with his car and the ball are very impressive but that that's all to say that i feel like if you are engaging and working on something and and you know in it with the chat that i have no doubt that people would be willing to stick around uh, oh yeah while you're doing that as long as there is a, a like a goal in mind, like when yeah. I was first learning my forty five flicks on stream, um, like I was having chat help me figure out how to do them, and I was like, "What am I doing wrong?" And you know, I was probably doing that for an hour or more, trying to figure out the forty five flicks. And I mean, I remember us bleeding out some of our viewer count because uh, some people. I don't know some people just like to watch you play ranked games it's it's mm-hmm. incredible but um and they just like the drama of it of like of me wanting because when i'm streaming i desperately want these wins and i think it's somewhere along i i feel like somewhere in the secret sauce of what makes the channel work the the me wanting to rank up so badly and then playing so poorly that i'm the reason that i'm not raking up in those moments and then and then getting made fun of and me dealing with being made fun of on stream that seems to be like a recipe for success that's one recipe that i've got in my wheelhouse that seems to um keep people coming back is is because i so desperately want these wins like i Mm -hmm. i I need them for my sanity uh (laughs) i mean one of the other recipes would be the uh tournament hosting yeah for sure but i'm i am being a little bit more conservative with my tournament hosting as of late because uh there's so many more tournament streamers now which i don't want to say i was a trendsetter but you know um that is definitely the case yeah it was uh yeah because at least community wise because obviously there's johnny boy but oh yeah and i that's i've been kind of slipping into 
a a budget brand Johnny Boy as of late in terms of I've I've got lots of before the blueprint update we were doing lots of show matches and that was the kind of stuff that was going on my YouTube channel and it's something we're going to get back into here pretty soon and I want to start a something similar to the salt mine in terms of high quality ones tournaments uh, for prize pools and stuff just because it does allow me this this ability to keep up with the chat and also commentate and cast on high level rocket league gameplay which is because nobody's watching me specifically for commentary in terms of like gameplay analysis or something like that but right i can offer entertaining commentary and and react to shots i mean you know somebody hits a a double touch musty flick ceiling shot like like there there's gonna be some hype in the chat for sure like there's and i'm not gonna play it calm like i get excited about that stuff because it amazes me still and and that's kind of a role we've been we've been playing with here lately and something that hopefully is going to continue on for a while. Oh, and it seems that you enjoy it too. Yeah, I do. Some of the sometimes the pickup tournaments um can get a little tedious for and this is this this goes back to my you know, the people with founder badges and the year-long sub badges in my chat. They were starting to get a little board of the tournaments and mm. those are the people that if they're not in chat i'm like okay this this isn't this isn't this isn't the wave chief like i've yeah. got to make sure that those guys are in chat above everything because they're the people that um i mean i could listen to the you know 20 new viewers that are in for that day that are saying do more tournaments and i'm like well you know if you followed me on twitter or my discord you would know we do tournaments at the beginning of the stream. And it's just like, be here tomorrow. I'll do another one. And yeah. I just got to like not give in to the, the pressure of doing nothing but tournaments simply yeah. because um, People newer viewers it. are wanting it. Newer yeah, you got to do you first and foremost. Yeah. And, and I do have fun doing them for sure. But I, I've, generally only do about three per stream tops now because mm -hmm. if i do more than that um the 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 early crew the, they start to get a little bored i think but yeah um and that's just something that comes with trial and error and doing this for months i mean when i was making the partner push it was nothing but tournaments just because um well for one we were figuring out all these new things about the tournaments and like we were starting to get top 100 players in and then pro players in and it's yeah it's been it's been a wild ride these last couple months and i'm starting to get like friends in the pro scene which is kind of nuts because before i was just like this community streamer that like nobody really knew about and now like i when i went to crl in um in dallas a couple months ago like it was the first time people were like coming up to me and like, you know, casual viewers in the stream were coming up to me and asking to take pictures and talk to me and stuff. And I was like, wait a minute, are people starting to figure out who, who I am? <laughs> like, yeah, I think you've uh, certainly carved a very nice uh, 
place for yourself in this community. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I actually think you, got I think you should give yourself some credit. I, it's it's kind of nuts to think about because uh, I mean I I'm still relatively new to the Rocket League scene when you and like in the grand scheme of like Twitch on Rocket League because I mean most of the people that are names in the community have been there for years yeah mm -hmm. i mean john sandman the the dad of rocket league has been there since like the the early phases oh yeah Same with athena and and most of the pro players that are like really highly watched have been there from the beginning on twitch um and so it was it's a little overwhelming to come in with all of these people who have such established communities and i don't know it's i think it's, it's i think it's a good show that it is never too late to start and like i said the rocket league community is so warm and accepting and and it's it's amazing like i can't yeah it's 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 incredible especially because like the game is it can be pretty toxic in game sometimes and and just to find people that are not that way and like there's thousands of people watching rocket league at any given moment at any point in the day and like those thousands of people they're they love the game so much that they want to watch it with other people and like the majority of those people are so kind and yeah so it's just like if in terms of like if you're like a new streamer uh, we like rocket league is the way it is the way and i think rocket league is going to be growing here if this game goes free to play and we're talking uh i mean it, it could be huge for rocket i don't even league. think it scratched the surface yeah and when i was at e3 this last year i went to the rocket league panel and the developers of rocket league were there three of the three of the big ones and and they were saying and somebody said do you think rocket league like what's the future of rocket league is has, has it peaked yet or is this is this where rocket like is this rocket league's uh golden age and they're like absolutely not like rocket league is we've got so many more plans for this game and it was i would something so i would say that i mean we're still in pre pre like where rocket league rocket league's potential sits yeah i mean when you think about it rocket league doesn't and this is one of the biggest things that this game needs is a creative mode 100 i agree like because the youtube content it is so limited right now in terms of its audience for one and 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 two it's like to create the content is impossible the, f the fact that you these people and like lethemir he makes all these maps and the only people that can use them are the pc market right whereas like that's i i don't know the the numbers here but i'd be willing to bet that the pc player uh player base isn't half of the player base of rocket league oh no nowhere close and so and, and and so for the YouTube content, it's like people aren't going to watch videos on custom maps if they can't play those custom maps. Like, 
or they are and going to be confused as why they can't do it. And then they're only going to watch that one video. Yeah. Or they're just disappointed. Yeah. And it's something that like when, because before I was a full-time streamer, I was a video editor for a YouTuber named Preston or Preston plays or TBNR frags. And I was doing his Fortnite videos. And whenever Fortnite came out with a creative mode, I mean, we're the, the Fortnite scene blew up like on YouTube. It was insane. Like the content became so much easier because then we could like make custom maps and then, and then other, and the, like the player base. And this was the main thing. Like Preston could hire somebody to make a map. They would make the map. We would do a video on it. And then the viewers would watch the video and then they would go play the map. And so it was like, encouraging this sort of like it was growing the game in fact and i think it extended the life of Fortnite for however long like infinitely like it's it's a game like minecraft now that's going to be around as long as people are making content for it Mm -hmm. and rocket league has had to depend upon its skill gap and it's and it's like inherent like want to get better at the game for so long and it's and it's like that's great and and don't get me wrong like that's why we're all here because it's it's a fun game to play inherently but for some people like that if they go on twitch and they see like all these players that are doing these aerials and and because i mean for your first let me think about it most video games they become stale after 60 hours 60 to 100 hours it's like i've beaten the storyline there's nothing more to this game so for a for you not to be even halfway decent at the game 100 hours in that's absurd like 3000 try 3000 hours (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) like uh, like i have a i have over a thousand hours in rocket league right now I you could put all the other games I've played put together and it oh, okay that's not true <laughs> but like you could put the next five in the list together and it probably doesn't equal the hours I have in Rocket League and I am For just sure. now considered good at the game as a champ one like like that's that's like where you start to get good or less trash as um as we say and and so that can be overwhelming for new players to realize that they're not going to be they there's no way that they're going to be like the best player because they can't devote that kind of time or at least they uh, think they can't devote that amount of time until they get hooked on it. But like the way you hook people into a new game like that is like a creative mode where people can where people can play different like mini games inside and they can hang out with their friends and they can have fun aside from it being all skill-based. And I think that's something that the Rocket League community desperately needs, even more so than free-to-play, in my opinion. I think that is the, the, the thing that is most required. And I think it would be really good for the game, for sure. I've, I've said that myself. And even the Twitch community, because obviously like that's my in-game, is like, uh i would love because some players like they'll build a community on one game and then they'll switch to a bigger market you know and i don't 
like i don't want to do that and i'm not mm -hmm. going to like rocket league is a game that i love and so my future as a content creator is so strongly tied to this game that like i need i need this game to like blow back up and i think it's got the potential it's just waiting it's waiting to go free to play it's waiting for creative mode for the tournament system to get better like there's so many things that i'm excited for for the future of rocket league and um i think we're poised to capitalize whenever those things do happen yeah i think there's and a lot of good opportunity i'm excited I'm, I'm really excited for the future of rocket league good well with that statement i think it is a a good point to start winding down so uh i mean that was that was a very good uh beginning but if you have any other final thoughts that you would like to add uh to the end of the show now would be your opportunity oh well i would just like to thank you for bringing me on um thank you for being patient with me this last month was insane with the blueprint update and uh uh, hopefully you'll have me back in the future when they bring back spike rush and people need to hear the pro tips on how to be a god yeah we definitely need a spike rush episode that would be <laughs> hilarious i actually uh am working on starting a conversation with whoever the guy that's like i think he might well he's a very very good hoops player i'm not sure who's number one but he's very active in like the ranked hoops um, he actually, his Twitch name is ranked hoops. So like, that's... Oh, Nico, I think Nico is his, uh, um, who runs ranked hoops. I believe I could be so totally wrong, but yeah, yeah he's going to come on. Uh, I mean, I'm working on it. I have some people that are, uh, trying to, uh, set up communication, but it's a definite possibility. Nice. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, I can't. Why did I start talking? This is supposed to be. Oh, because we were yes. talking about Spike Rush and extra yes, modes. Spike probably. Rush. Thank you. Um, but yeah, we're gonna be. I'm going to have some special specialty episodes eventually, so I look forward to yes. doing that. But anyways, of course, more than happy to have you. You can continue. Yeah, Tom. Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Mm hmm. Any anything else you would like to add to that since I completely interrupted you? No, you're fine. Uh, yeah, when Spike Rush comes back, that'll be the first game mode that I get GC in. If it comes back in the near future. And not only that, I claim I will have top 100 in Spike Rush. I'm oh, that man, good at the game. You're mode. laying it all on the line right now, dude. I I'm pretty good at Spike Rush. Like I'm. Yeah, it's. I, I vibe with that a lot because it eliminates most of my weaknesses, which is striking. <laughs> True. So, uh, and you're good. You're good at ball control. Exactly. And spike right. And you dribbling fakes, stuff like that. So it's, it, it plays to a lot of my strengths. So I look forward to seeing it. Okay. Uh, obviously we've talked about it plenty this episode, uh, and you're not shy about saying it, but, uh, just so everybody else officially knows, 
uh, where can uh, listeners of the show find you out on the internet? Uh, if you now, if you Google the phrase "trihouse," <laughs> it will. Yeah, this is big news, man. Uh, I remember before, seeing that tweet. Yeah, it, before if you used to Google my name, it would try to autocorrect it to Treehouse. Uh, but no, now if you Google me, you will find my Twitch channel, uh, which is just Trihouse, and then my YouTube Trihouse, and then I believe Twitter and Instagram is uh, at Real Trihouse. So they're all there um if you guys want to um come show your support and everything and i'm live every day 5 p.m pacific time except wednesdays spend that with my wife but other than that i will be live on twitch so gotta gotta live that married life yeah yeah for sure i go ahead i i used to not even take a day off and then um a couple months probably about four or five months ago i i was like all right i need to start taking a day off otherwise like one people are gonna get sick of me and two like i need to like have some sort of social life with my wife and go out and have dates and stuff so i've been enjoying that yeah i think that's a healthy thing to do in in terms of the treehouse though uh <laughs> i i can one up you i used to go by t-o-m-o-h-r which was like my full name but just with one m in the middle mm -hmm. um and when i initially started putting that into google it would say did you mean tumor <laughs> so much worse than try house to tree house oh my gosh yeah that would be unfortunate yeah okay so be sure to go follow this guy uh check out his stream uh, show some love to all of the social stuff. And if you want to play in one of his tournaments, make sure you get there early. Otherwise it's not going to happen. Yeah. And don't basically. ask about it. Don't, don't, don't now you can ask about it, but yeah, early, early is the, if you want to get in the tournaments, that's the play. All right. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, uh, try house. And again, I will say, uh, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Uh, I appreciate you allowing me to be a little persistent to make it happen. Uh, I enjoyed it. Of course. Um, I really enjoy, uh, appreciate what you've done for the community and, and filled in a nice little uh, niche for yourself and then also empowered other creators to uh, engage their communities in other ways as well. I feel like it's been good for a lot of different people to do stuff like that and, and people really enjoy doing it. So thank you for that. Um, but before we get going, uh, this is where you can have an opportunity to ask a question of our community members, uh, to see oh. if we can get some answers or if you're just curious about anything, anything at all, and want to throw out a question to some folks, uh, now's your chance. Yeah. Um, I would ask you guys, what do you think is the most important update for rocket league to grow in the future I'd say what does psionics need to bring to rocket league in order for the game to go even further and what what do you guys think about that i'd say that's my my thought on the situation nice good question good question all right well uh i appreciate again you coming on um that's all we have that's it we're done so this podcast is officially over. <laughs>